0: Welcome to Integrate Yourself, everybody. I'm your host, Allison Pillow, and you can find me at finallythrivingbook.com and pureenergypdx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. You're in for a treat today. I have my voice coach on today, Fiona Finsbury. She is an opera singer. She's based out of London, and I met her through the Unlifted coaching program, and she is probably one of the best voice teachers I've ever worked with. I really love her work. I love what she has taught me already some very profound lessons with my voice. And we talk about that today. I got really excited in this in this show about sharing my experience of of uh, learning from her. That's just how it went. I just was just ex- super excited to share my experience. And so I ended up sharing a lot of my experience in the show, which I feel like um, is it really translates into so much. I've, I've had clients come to me that say they want to sing, but they just don't feel like they have a good voice. And it's really not about singing. It's just about getting some sound out. We talk about that today and how powerful that can be to just connect with your voice signature that way sometimes it's not even about the words it's not even about the melody it's really just about the sound getting that sound out so that you can clear the way to channel what needs to come through This is one reason why I love doing the vocal toning. I give those examples of how you can do a vocal toning session with yourself in my book, Finally Thriving. As well, on the website, finallythrivingbook.com, you can go over there and do a free vocal toning session that I provide in the meditation area and just go through it on your own as many times as you'd like. I also am going to be... Uh, guiding my clients, uh, my group clients through that process in the Finally Thriving program that I'm going to be offering this August, August 2022. So check that out at Finally Thriving book.com and you can join the group there. You can sign up for a free discovery call with me and we can take 30 minutes to talk about it and I'll give you all the information about what to expect from the program, what, what you're going to be experiencing potentially, and how your needs can be met there as well. We're just going to learn how to play. We're going to learn how to have fun in this class, so my um, my hope is that you really Begin to connect to your joy and bliss and begin to build a practice that brings you back home to yourself of that place of calm and groundedness uh, that you can go back to every day. Even if you get pulled in all kinds of directions in your day, you always have that what you can always come back to that practice of um, of whether it's a meditation, whether it's a wellness state for yourself, you have something that works for you that you can depend on to ground yourself every day. So we all need a little grounding as times get crazier and crazier, you know, and as we get really emotionally charged and pulled in all kinds of directions, especially lately, it's becoming pretty challenging. And I'm seeing people have a really hard time with it. So another thing I would advise is if you're getting really emotionally charged by something you see in the news then ask yourself, why is that? And don't ask yourself so much why other people are getting charged about it. Ask yourself why you are and start to reflect on that because ultimately we are here to learn these lessons in life and and realize that this is, our external world sometimes is a, a complete illusion. Not sometimes, it is. And when we can start to realize that, then we can start to come back home to what's real for you, You know, so what is real for you? Where is that place for you that you can get grounded, feel calm, and know that everything's going to be all right? We have to come back to that place in order to create a reality we'd like to be living in. Otherwise, we get pulled in all kinds of directions. Our focus gets blurred and we end up focusing on what other people want us to focus on. And so in a way, they steal your focus. So if you want to take that back, and empower yourself, your true power lies in keeping your focus on what you'd like to create. And that is the practice. And it's hard for many people to do because we're we're taught that the external reality is a reality, but really it all comes from within. And so if you want to start experiencing that and, and start look, seeing all the synchronicities that can come about from that, you can join the Finally Thriving program. I'm going to teach you how to how to do that, how to build a practice that can help you become way more present when you're with yourself than you've ever experienced before. And pure presence leads to all of those synchronicities and joy and bliss in your life because you're focusing on what you'd like to focus on and focusing on. And you're also creating the reality that you like to create. So um, you can also pick up my book, Finally Thriving, at finallythrivingbook.com. All right, everybody, Uh, I want to share a couple things before we get started. Uh, If you did pick up a copy of my book and you really love it, please share it with family and friends, whoever, you know, if you want to start a book club, I've had many people come to me saying they're starting a book club from Finally Thriving, which is awesome. I love hearing about that because it is one of those kinds of books that you can just sit down with and with a group of people and reflect on with with each other. It's it's great to have people that you can talk uh, uh, to about your reflections and then you can hold space for their reflections. And in a way, these these circles that we're creating through a book club or just through sister circles or men's circles those are going to be very powerful moving forward because that's going to be something that we're going to need to hold space for each other as we go through all of these transitions. So um, I highly recommend doing that. I think that's a great idea. The other thing I was going to mention is if you love this show, please leave a review on uh, Apple Podcast. As well, if you love my book, leave a review on Amazon. I love hearing your experience of the book as well. So thank you so much for all of your support I appreciate you all so much. Without further ado, it is my honor and my pleasure to introduce you to Fiona Finsbury, everybody. Enjoy. Today, I am here with a very special guest, Fiona Finsbury. She is my uh, voice teacher. She's been teaching me voice for the better part of this year. And Um, I met her originally through the Enlifted group. She's an Enlifted level two coach, and she's also an opera singer. She's a very talented uh, person with voice, and she's just got a unique take on um, how to use the voice to express yourself. She's taught me so many things. And we're going to talk about that today. Um, I've been wanting to have her on my show for some time now, because every time I have a lesson with you, Fiona, I just get so inspired. And you have taken my voice to such amazing heights and, and, and uh, an awareness within myself that I couldn't even have guessed what happened from my experience with you. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, If you would do me a favor and just share with my audience more about yourself, your background, how you came to do this and and um, and all of that.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, first, let me say thank you for saying such wonderful things about our singing lessons. And I um, whenever I go and see my singing teacher, I come away with you know, a new insight every time. And I think not, you know, we can't come up every time I go, I'm like, she, surely she's not going to come up with something. And she always does. Every time I come away going, Oh, wow. You know, something new to integrate and something new to work with. So I'm really thrilled to be able to pass on that kind that, um, yeah, that, that feeling that, that, that we're in an atmosphere of growth where we can continue to expand and, and learn, you know, every time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so my name is Fiona Finsbury, I am a professional opera singer, uh, I'm a senior yoga teacher, I'm an unlifted level 2 coach and I am also a vocal coach and in my vocal coaching I help people to find their authentic, true voices and I help them to get the most out of their voice and um, you know, become the vocal practitioner that they, they were born to be and, and somehow maybe forgot along the way, yeah.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Um, So how did I get into singing and music? I I remember wanting to be on stage from some of my earliest memories of wanting to get up on stage, when I saw stage productions, and when I saw, um, you know, filmed musicals. Um, There was something about music and theatre that just captured my heart when I was a child. And um, yeah, I I remember, one of my earlier memories is, amazingly, I had the opportunity to go and see a ballet, I think when I was seven, seven or eight, and um, and an older lady leaned down and said, to, I, I was wearing, you know, my best dress, my beautiful kind of um, satin green dress with puff sleeves. And, uh, and a, a woman leant over to me and she said, you look so lovely wouldn't it be great if um if something happened and then you had to go on stage and I just perked up (laughs) and I was like yes (laughs) I am ready to go on stage if they want me I am ready to step in and dance the nutcracker you know at seven years old because that was the thing that was attracting my spirit you know the thing that lit me on fire um So, yeah, I I sang every moment that I could, got up on stage every moment that I could when I was growing up and I was part of, you know, every youth group that I could find um, to be in theatrical productions. And then eventually um, when school was over, then I went to study at drama school to be an actor. And um, I spent a few years working in in theatre, in musical theatre. And then um, I ended. I. I'm going to correct myself there I didn't end up <laughs> in this job I worked very hard and I um I was in uh Phantom of the Opera on the west end oh wow I was in that show for two years and while I was there I really you know remembered that I loved singing so much and um and it was Phantom of the Opera so it was a musical about an opera and I thought mm, this opera thing is really calling to me and so uh while i was there i basically set aside a huge amount of my salary so that i could then go and study a postgrad in opera singing wow. um so i spent the whole of those two well i spent yeah most the best part of those two years just saving up money so that i could then put myself through school again and train to be an opera singer um yeah and it, yeah it worked out i um i went to music college i graduated in 2018 and I've been working as an opera singer um and a vocal coach ever
0: since that's amazing wow yes (laughs) yeah and you've taught me so much uh about voice and um really how to when I say new heights meaning like places that I never thought I'd be able to get to in my voice I'd always try to get um perform the, or perform, or I guess the higher notes or try higher notes. And I just, it was like, I was trying to kind of squeeze it through a small straw, you know, for Mm. a while. And then you've taught me since this is practical ways to ground yourself. Like when you're, when you would explain it to me, you'd be like, in order to get to these higher notes, you have to actually ground into the lower areas of your body and your chakra mm. systems. And so, mm. uh, and it's all about breathing. And so we mm. could get into that as well, but I was just fascinated because every, you know, when you think about getting high and there's high notes, every, your, everything initially in your body just kind of tries to get up there, you know, and it's like so small. Mm-hmm. What you've taught me is to really open the channel up and to, create a clear channel of energy so that the voice expresses itself very easily in the higher notes, which has been just fascinating to me. And it's cleared so much, not only just the way I express my voice, but it's also cleared the, uh, the easefulness of my voice and the way that, um, I express myself that way because I feel like it in some ways also it's cleared a lot of stuck energy in my body, mm-hmm. from the past from really suppressing my voice, which has been mm-hmm. fascinating. so uh, it's taken that that fear away from from really using my voice in a way that honors me and that it really lights me up. Mm. So uh, that has been incredible. Um, and it's really, it really started. We started mainly and we still do. Um, I love how we start every lesson with stretches and really mm. opening up areas like the throat and the diaphragm. And learning how to breathe properly when you sing and you speak. And and when you're speaking, you, you were like, yeah, you got to use, it's got to come from your abdomen when you speak. And like so many people their speak speaking comes from up here and you can really tell when it's, when they're not breathing properly as they speak. And I can always tell that now I can really differentiate between that Mm. with people. And it's so interesting to me because, um, when you're, when you're able to do that properly, it gives you the space to be yourself, you know, which is just fascinating. So um, I would love to just talk about the deeper aspects of voice. Maybe we can start by talking about breathing and what you've learned about Mm -hmm. breathing and how that is really the most basic component of, of using voice, you know, and how that how, how you uh, teach your, your students that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we are born, mostly we are born breathing perfectly.
0: Yeah. I remember we- when you showed me that video of the baby yeah. and <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is incredible. I do do you want to share that story uh, or that lesson? Because that was like mind blowing. I was like, how do we not, how do we lose that? Like we use I'll just share quickly. You showed me a video of a baby uh, learning how basically uh, using uh, different sounds, like they're starting to learn how to speak and it's all in their abdomen. They're using their abdomen so much. And I was like, Mm. wow, Mm. this is how we're supposed to be getting our sound out is through our abdomen. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we're, we're born, the perfect mechanism for making sound yeah and that comes from it comes by the breath so babies if you want to learn how to sing or if you want to learn how to breathe you need to look at babies and (laughs) wild animals yeah wild animals because um anyone who's had a baby will know that a baby can continue to scream for hours hours and hours and hours and hours and never get hoarse Whereas when you're an adult and say you go out in a nightclub and you're screaming for a little while you wake up the next day and your voice is completely gone. <clears throat> um, this is because babies are producing sound perfectly and adults have unlearned how to produce sound with their voice and their breath so. Um, our teacher from Enlifted, mark England um, explains it beautifully the. Um, the mechanism of the body and fight or flight and when we are as as adults we are we're under repeated stress and you know micro stresses which over a long long period of time they these stresses add tension in the body and the belly tightens and the belly tightens the belly tightens and over over you know your through your adolescence and and um, your early adult years you learn to freeze the body and squeeze the abdomen and um, and protect the internal organs out of fear and stress. And of course, we as humans, our nervous system does not know the difference between being chased by a mountain lion or being sent in a horrible email by your boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. So every time we feel that we're in danger, the psoas tightens, the abdomen tightens, the body um, diminishes and gets smaller. And we uh, lose the natural, function of the abdomen which is really to help create space in order to breathe yes so this this work we do together um finding this authentic voice it starts with the breath and it's a real it's a great unraveling it's an unraveling of years of abdominal tension years of of making yourself small particularly as women particularly as people in the fitness industry and i being a yoga teacher definitely did this for many years I was suck it in suck it in yeah. suck it in for so long and all about having a tiny waist and all about especially you know working in theater like looking looking good the Yeah, version of good that I thought was good was tiny weenie waist
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> what,
1: what happens when you have a tiny weenie waist and you try and breathe this then you end up breathing in high in your chest doing this clavicular breathing which is associated with your sympathetic nervous system in the fight or flight response you know when a baby is breathing you'll see they have this beautiful fat buddha like belly when yeah, they breathe in and then when do. they breathe out the abdomen goes p- contracts in a natural healthy flexible strong way and then when they breathe in splat it gets nice and fat and juicy and full of air same with an same with an animal if you watch a video of a wolf howling or if, even if you see if you have dogs or cats if you see them making noise they will contract the abdomen when they make sound and then when they're inhaling they're expanding yeah this is the natural way that the body uh is designed to work and yet so many of us have unlearned it and so yeah it's a a long and incredibly rewarding process is just relaxing that tummy to the point where you can take beautiful big full belly breaths and now i Only ever wear elasticated and relaxed (laughs) waistbands. Me
0: too. I know. (laughs) We talked about that because it's such a thing for women to now, especially with the influence of the fitness industry, not that it's bad, but it's you know, or now it's a thing to want to have these super flat abs. And so then that does create a lot of restriction in both the, uh, the abdomen and the diaphragm, which doesn't really allow you to get very good sound out. So then you really lose your ability to use your natural instrument of your voice. And Mm. this can create a lot of other problems psychologically as well. And so, like you said, uh, feeling like you need to be small, not really, uh, really just holding yourself back with your voice, not being able to access it fully, Sound, in my opinion, is such a healing thing that we don't have to, it's not only that we, like a lot of people think of sound as coming externally from from the world and you're receiving it, but it's really also coming from your own voice. And that's the most effective way I think that you can receive sound healing is through your own voice. Um, That's why I love vocal toning. I love working with you because you are helping me uh really expand and play around with my different ranges of how I can push myself that way mm. or experience it not even pushing really, but really just because it, it's like the more and more we work together, the more and more I learn how to relax as mm. I'm using my voice and before I thought it was like we've talked about this too, which is really interesting. I was a you know since I was a gymnast it was uh my voice would, would express itself like gymnastics, like the energy Mm. of gymnastics and performance and sticking the landing. And you were like, let it, let it, you know, let it flow, let it ease out a little bit more instead of like sticking that landing and, and ending it, you know? And so Mm. you were, you've helped me really see it a different way. And, um, going back to what you're saying about the belly for women, it's just such a thing about, having a flat belly and, and, and such a bad thing to have a belly at all. And Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, healing my relationship with that because, uh, you know, after two kids, you're, you're like, ah, I got to get rid of this belly. I don't like this pooch, you know, like, that's the one thing about myself that I really didn't like. And I always would focus on trying to get rid of it and now i've become much more comfortable with just having my belly out you know in a way not in a way that's unstable but more in a way that i can relax with and i've been wearing more clothes that allow me to do that so like a lot of i don't wear jeans anymore or anything that's really pushing my stomach in or not allowing it to expand mm-hmm. and that is also with my rib cage too so it you know no real tight bras or anything um And so that I can allow that to expand too. And it's just so nice and refreshing to be able to let go of those parts of my body and accept them and love them. Mm. Uh, Because before I was trying to always get rid of it, you know, and trying to get it smaller Mm. and like, you can have a fit body and a very strong abdomen, but also Mm. have range there, you know? So many of us don't think about it that way. And I've noticed since that I've been looking at women's bellies and I'm like, oh, it's so natural to have some, some belly there to let, let go. You know, it's so yeah. natural. It's, yeah. it's, it's unnatural to try to hold it in all the time. And, yeah. and cause it's kind of like holding your breath, right?
1: Exactly. like holding your breath. You can't, yeah. take a, you cannot take a deep breath when you are squeezing your abs. It's, yeah, no. it's, it's not going to happen. No. And how good does it feel just to go, oh? Yeah, ah,
0: oh, feels so nice. It feels so nice. Yeah.
1: I've, I've had a very similar journey to you and um, regarding that and, and healing my relationship with my body and, and learning to be okay with, you know, with allowing myself to take up space. Yes. Physically and, and be okay with that because I, I was spent so long. I remember I was nine years old when. A, a woman in my family said to me, okay, it's time for you to learn that, ne- that women hold their stomach in.
0: Yes, you know? they do. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: you know, to be taught that as a child and then to, to, to live that every day of my life until really the last two, or three, no, the last two years really. And in the last year, it's got better since I've had, since I went to a, um, uh, a vocal massage therapist who massages my larynx and all the areas around my larynx, my voice box, but also she gets into my diaphragm. Mm -hmm. And the first time she ever did that, she she massaged my diaphragm and she was like, oh gosh, it's very tight in here, it's very held. And then I sat up from it and my belly was sticking out a bit more. And I went,
0: oh, I need Mm -hmm.
1: a connection. Like, oh, I need a bit more space in order for my diaphragm, which was kind of tight like this to go chill. Yeah, exactly. so um yeah it's been a it's been a long journey but i'm so thrilled to hear you say that about yourself that you you know it does feel better to just be able to breathe right that feels mm-hmm. better than wearing your tiny, need skinny
0: jeans. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you're wearing Spanx all the time or something, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's actually putting you in a survival mode, really? Because if you think about like being held and restricted, um, all the time, not ever Mm -hmm. being able to let go and relax your body, that's going to put you in a fight or flight mode every day, you're going to be in that mode. So and I have a very similar experience, Fiona. I, I I recognize that too. When I started, um, I was in a massage too, and he was working on my, my diaphragm underneath the diaphragm. And he was like, God, this is really tight. Mm
1: -hmm. And I was like, Oh
0: really? I didn't know it was that tight. And uh, I didn't even know there was room to move more in that area. And so when he released that, um, along with other things I was working on in my body, my belly just like hung out. It just, just dropped out. And I was like, whoa, like it kind of scared me at first. I was like, oh no, like what's going on here. But then, um, but then I started to recalibrate it and then it started to then get in more of a neutral position. But at first it's like, oh, I haven't actually been using i haven't actually been letting this completely go and it's okay to let it go because it's natural right mm, mm, yeah
1: absolutely you're coming back to yourself you're coming back to your yeah. natural body and how it wants to be
0: i i think about too when i was a kid i look at pictures and my back was pretty arched and i had my belly kind of stuck out you know and i was like oh i'm just getting i'm just getting back to the body i had when i was younger mm. <laughs> Mm. What, that thought occurred to me I was like oh this is my natural body mm. I've been trying to like make it something else instead of just letting it be natural you know
1: mm. and how joyous to be able to return to that to that you know what you're supposed to be yeah I, I remember co- commenting a few uh few months back that you seem to be aging in reverse Allison. <laughs> Since I first met you, really, truly oh glowing. You know, you're you're glowing in a way that um, you hadn't when we first met. And I know you are doing a a real combination of work right now, right? You're you're doing all sorts of amazing things, and um, yeah, it strikes me that one of them is allowing yourself to just be who you are, and then that changes your face, right? That allows yeah. You to go, oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay.
0: You're right. Yeah. And it's 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 amazing because when we're allowed to be ourselves, that's t- that you take a lot of stress off of yourself that way, because mm-hmm. like you said, like you're if you're holding all that uh, restriction in your body, the restriction represents you hiding, really just like trying to form yourself into something else that is hiding parts of yourself of who you really are and what you don't mm-hmm. want to expose. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, that's what it represents to me. And so when I realized that, because I've started to become more comfortable with who I, who I am and who I want to, um, expose to people as well. So as I did that, as I went through that process, I was able to be more comfortable with how my body wanted to, to express itself, you know? Mm. Yeah. Which I think is important for as women, um, both men and women, but especially women, because I feel like from my experience being a woman, uh, there's a lot of pressure to present a certain way, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And And
1: almost almost across the board with my singing pupils, it's a process of, you know, freeing the voice and also literally giving people the permission to make a loud noise. Yes. And particularly women feel that they somehow have to be quieter than they are. Um, and exactly. I, see, I see often people kind of, they'll sing a massive, we'll get there and they'll sing a really loud note and then they'll go, oh, they'll be shocked at themselves and the sound they're making. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's okay, you're allowed to do, you were born to make these kinds of sounds. This is yes. your voice coming out now and you, you get to take up space and you get to make noise.
0: Absolutely. And as women eat also, well, I say both men and women, but as my experience as a woman, mm. um, I would say that sound is so important to connect with, with our own bodies, especially um, what I learned later was that sound has been used for with our ancestors for generations and, and mm. opening the body up also for labor uh, for healing and so we're just, I think, discovering that again in some ways. Mm-hmm. But we uh, start with expressing yourself, and um, and it's just so magical once you can do that. Because I was one of those. I've been one of those students for you. Like, I I make this sound. I'm like, oh my god! I start laughing because it didn't. How did that? I ask yeah. you, how, did that sound okay? Like, I don't. It sounded weird to me. You're like, it's beautiful. Yeah.
1: Not like really.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: that's that's it we, we so often we feel that we have to somehow diminish ourselves and like and hide our light and hide our our fire um and and not allow ourselves to be our, our full extraordinary beings um so yeah there is a moment of surprise and shock and am i allowed to is this okay is this all right and um yeah it very much is and it's and just seeing the joy on other people's on my people's faces and the joy that I feel when I do that myself is is evidence for me enough that 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 it's okay and that it's right and that this is the work we should
0: be doing. Absolutely, absolutely. What is your uh, what has been your experience with um, working with people and uh, things, uh, conclusions they've come to uh, as far as their healing goes and and, and self expression.
1: Yeah, it's you know. There's the, there's a kind of um, cliche that if you're a singing teacher, you're also a therapist. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know things things can get interesting um, with that because I think people when they're singing, it's a very vulner- it's already a very vulnerable act, right, to sing yes. in front of someone. Um, and so often in singing lessons, people can share things that are going on with themselves I, very often people cry um because we're getting to a, a really primal part of ourselves we're letting stuff go we are um as i say the great unraveling and finally using the you know the, the voice that's coming from the base chakra the true yeah sense and yeah so there's there's a lot that can go on and i'm i'm very grateful to have done the um the unlifted certification in coaching so whilst I'm I, I am not a therapist um or a counselor I feel that I can ask the right questions or I feel that I can ask questions that will help people come to their own conclusions and mm-hmm. I think that that's what Nlifted taught me was to you know give people space and not tell them how it is but just ask them how it's going for them and ask them what they're feeling and what they're experiencing and um yeah, holding space for them to come to their wisdom through their inner teacher. Yes. Um, and some some of my pupils have done a combination of, you know, an hour of life, life coaching followed by half an hour of singing, which has been an extraordinary experience because then not only are they in this vulnerable I'm singing place, but they've also gone through, if anyone's ever done an enlisted coaching session, you know that you really... You get into deep breathing and um, and you, as Mark says, you put the gorilla on the table, you know, you you get the scary thing out. Um, And so, yeah, so some some things my pupils have experienced with regards to their own healing. um, They have had realizations about themselves and things in their life that they want to change um, and like direction other directions they want to pursue and um yeah mainly the feedback is just that they've they've had a crappy they've had a crappy morning and then at the end of the singing lesson they feel better yeah. and you know that sounds simple and yet it is how amazing that we have that tool available to us yeah that we can we can say we can change our state um and for me it is very it's a very profound change and especially during lockdown when i'd gone from singing in beautiful opera houses with full orchestra to suddenly i'm singing in my bedroom alone with no music accompanying me worrying if i'm going to annoy the neighbors (laughs) um (laughs) because at that point in lockdown we just, yeah. we i lived in a tiny apartment one bedroom one sort of kitchen diner so that's it i that's where i sing is in my bedroom and um and there were some very very dark times in lockdown i'd my entire i lost a, a year's worth of income in the space of a week because they closed all the theaters in right. the uk um in march 2020 and um i had as a freelancer you know the freelance life of an opera singer is that you're constantly going for jobs every few months it's a new contract um every few months so you so the work is like line up as much as you can yeah so I'd lined up as much as I could and then suddenly the dominoes just went all at once so you know it was a truly truly devastating time for me professionally and artistically and creatively because the thing that I love the most in the world and the thing that sustained me financially was no longer viable. Um, So those, I took like really took two months off singing because I couldn't sing. And then I slowly started to sing again. And those precious hours that I spent in my room singing for nothing other than myself, because I wasn't getting paid for it. No one was watching or listening to it. It was truly just my creative act for me those were moments that saved me during that time
0: yeah 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 you're coming back to yourself and really you know i feel like a lot of people experience that on different in different ways during that time i was definitely one of those people too and it was def i i got a practice i was able to build a practice of coming back home to myself as well. And mm-hmm. I felt like that was, and if, and focusing on that really what I wanted to focus on instead of just what I mm-hmm. thought I needed to externally, um, from an ego perspective or what I was supposed to be doing, you know, and, or, you know, and, and putting all these other things on the back burner. So that was, I, I, I yeah, I agree. That was such a powerful time. Um, and then, did you learn that uh, some other things about yourself that you really some other directions you wanted to go in? Did it give you clarity during that time to now do what you're doing now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was an interesting time because it was the first time I started coaching people on Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and like wondering was it going to be was it going to be okay? Would we still be able to get to the same or would we be able to make progress and um, and turns out yes it, that is very possible and amazing and how lucky we are to have this this feature which means that I can t- we're on we're, we're eight hours apart aren't we time zone wise yeah you know? yeah
0: you're are you I mean, in London, London now still? okay yeah yeah yeah, London, yeah yeah yeah
1: um and yeah I have um a pupil in Ohio and for a while I was teaching someone in South Africa and wow. some, someone else in LA you know and like like really, the world opened up at that
0: yeah, point. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm. I just. Uh, I'm. I'm teaching someone now who's in Abu Dhabi as well. I mean, it's yeah. amazing to be able to connect with people all over the world. Um, so yeah, that was that was something. And I and also I really learned that one of my mantras during that time was, um, "I am an artist whether the theaters are open or not."
0: Oh, I love that. And I would I say that. that
1: to myself almost every day, yeah. um, because I had for so long defined myself by being in that th- being in a theatre, on the stage with the orchestra, with the curtain, with the lights, and somehow I had, I came to remember that I'm still an artist. You know, yeah, yeah. Wherever I am, I'm an artist. On the top of a mountain, I'm an artist. Swimming in the ocean, I'm an artist. Sat in my bedroom scrolling on Facebook. You know, yeah. Um, I love that.
0: I love that so much because, um, it's true. And we, we just don't realize it when we're, um, you know, in the middle of it and, and doing, you know, on stage or doing in, in theater, but then, then you realize, you do know, this is actually coming from inside me. It's, it's mm. not really coming out outside of me. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's very powerful. Because then you can just show up like that anywhere you'd like. It doesn't matter what it looks like, right? And that's what I think we're seeing on a mass scale here with um, many, many things, you know, people are just uh, creating so many cool things from realizing that they can do this anywhere. They can be who they want to anywhere, right? It's it's incredible. Yeah. And I feel like the the lessons you and I have done together online have been just uh, so magical. I I mean, I don't even need to be it to be in person. I get so much out of the online coaching with you. It's it's incredible. I've never like I've had singing teachers in the past, and you're really uh, one of the most um, profound singing teachers I've ever worked with. Uh, just I get so much out of our lessons when I see you I love I love them I just it's a treat for me every time we we have a session together so thank
1: you yeah so much and it's a treat for me too you know it's it's a really beautiful thing to be able to um to be able to share and to be able to share the thing I love the most and for and to watch the growth of another human being and to watch you As your voice gets stronger and stronger and expands and your range is expanding and your resonance is growing and it's you're coming into your body it's 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 a a very i feel very lucky to be able to witness that thank uh, you Progression. yeah
0: yeah it is interesting how it translates into everything i didn't that's why i use the word profound because uh when i first started the, you know, singing in general, I didn't really put that together until, and then I started working with you and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is how it works. I can, yeah. I I don't have, it doesn't take so much effort to be myself when I'm able to express myself the the way I'd like to. Uh, it just life just becomes more easeful. I don't have to think about what I want to say so much. It doesn't have to come from my head. it comes from it comes from my heart. It comes from the divine. it comes from the energy that's flowing through me, um, how I'm connecting with that person I'm talking to. It's just much easier now. i I it's hard to explain, but um, yeah, it's the work of clearing all the stuff that didn't need to be there and then, than, you know, hearing my own voice um, and being able to do that. Because again, it's a lot of times I've in my life, I've experienced when I was younger, just, um, you know, I even had one time I was my first, when I was in labor with my first child, I was in the hospital, really, I was really young and I was screaming, you know, and it was, I was in a lot of pain and the nurse told me to shut up. Oh my God. And that was like that that stayed in my body for quite some time now, you know, for yeah. quite some time until finally um, it, it, its layers. So like working with you has been tremendous and helping me open up to finally being able to get the voice, that voice out that I needed to in that moment. And I was just recently in a holotrophic breathwork session that allowed me, I just was able to step into that and and let that voice out during that session, um, which was incredibly healing. It was incredibly healing. Um, so there's just times in our life when our voice has been suppressed and that energy stays in your body until you're ready to let that go. And to me, using the using the voice is one of the most effective ways to express that, to let that out so that that can clear up space for that energy to flow much easier. Mm. So then you don't have to try so hard. You don't have to edit yourself, you know, or worry about what you're going to say. And then like a lot more of you comes out. What I've noticed in myself is, um, like I'll say something and people will laugh. And I'm like, was that funny? Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, okay, I'm just enjoying people's experience of me, you know, like I'm not really attaching to it, but I'm just enjoying it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I'm enjoying my own experience of myself. And so I think if everybody could kind of come to that where we're not judging so much or criticizing ourselves and others and just showing up as yourself, it can just be so much more joyful to experience Mm -hmm. life that way, you know?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Something else that um that a lot of us grapple with is this idea of like feeling that we have to um lean forward and come towards the microphone and come towards the people with the to. That's me.
0: It's <laughs> yeah. one so thing we've been working cool. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like project you um, you you taught me to project it uh Yeah, more. yeah I'm still working the, on that.
1: And the idea for me is thinking of um rather than feeling like i need to, i need to come and make myself small and come towards you is just going no i'm gonna stand my ground and i'm gonna be open and loving and warm and strong and then you can come to me
0: i love that yes
1: yeah yeah and that vocally that's a much healthier place to come from because as soon as i lean forward and send my neck forward I'm making my larynx my voice box go like this squishing it I'm squishing my diaphragm Mm -hmm. whereas if I'm standing tall opening my heart my heart chakras open my belly can do the nice big fat Buddha belly thing that it needs to do to breathe well and um and yeah and my larynx is sitting in a nice place in my neck and so physically the mechanism's working and also energetically people are more likely to listen Yes. So, what you have to say when you're in this grounded, centered place, rather than when you're making yourself small or coming towards them, and
0: um, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. what isn't that? What What do you think that's about when people come in? Is it Is it making themselves small, or yeah?
1: I think. um, Well, I I have a friend who's very tall who I who I coach, and um, and his throughout his career he has done that as a way of reassuring others that he is humble and gentle and you know it's of course Mm -hmm. like very sweet intentions and yet he's found that his voice is so much more commanding warmer he has more range it's brighter it's um uh more powerful when he stands and sits in a nice um for those listening on the podcast, I'm doing a beautiful meditative <laughs> seated posture <laughs> rather than hunching over like so, so often we do when we're looking at our phones and our computers. Um, yeah, so I think we do it to reassure, we, we lean forward to reassure others that we're present and that we're listening. And, um, um, and that's not necessarily the best, best thing vocally. So I, um, I advocate strength with love, strength with warmth.
0: I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Because when you are speaking in, in public to people, you want them to listen. Mm. And so, and also receive it really well. And uh, mm. so that's, I yeah, that's something that always, that I'm working on presently. And that, that comes back to me as well, because I'm one of those people that leans in, you know, because mm. I'm a coach too. So I'm used to like, really, you know, um, being there for people in that way. Um, so when I'm a speaker, then I have to switch gears a little bit more Mm. and, uh, then, you know, uh, line it up because it, it, like, as you've told me, it affects work. I mean, I I remember the very beginning, uh, you were reminding me of like the head position so much because I, do, I tend to do that right yeah mm-hmm. and I've, I've I've become more aware of it for sure but it's good to be reminded I <laughs> maybe yeah. we need to put a sticky note up on my oh my I know i
1: reminding my even in a lesson I had this week my teacher was going think about where your head is <laughs> <laughs> because you know we spend hours leaning forward don't we hours on the computer hours on the phone and you know if you're a a parent or if you have a pet there's all this looking down and so yeah it's a lot it's a it's it's part of the great unraveling
0: absolutely is that the same thing with singing too when you like see somebody um you know in a band and they have to dance they're dancing and singing is it is that different than um than what you're talking about or or is it yeah. Um I it's,
1: it's it's ask ask me that again in a different way I didn't quite catch you.
0: So like if you're watching a performance, you know mm-hmm. like a band or a singer, um are, sometimes they're like moving around and dancing mm-hmm. and is that more for just getting into the rhythm and 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 channeling the voice that way because they're not like standing real still or you know in alignment all the time. Mm-hmm. Um is that a different kind of way to do it or is they doing it wrong or what? what's your opinion on that I'm just curious you know yeah. yeah
1: okay yeah I'm with you yeah um so one of one of um my teachers is uh Gretchen Rubin do you know Gretchen Rubin she has a I don't think so yeah oh. she's wonderful and uh one of her sayings is the opposite of a great truth is also true so you know I yeah let's I'm really a big into my like upright posture and my open heart and my um and getting the head in the right place and also we've done this together is movement whilst
0: yeah oh sound. right yeah.
1: yeah you know i really believe that movement is medicine and um uh, another uh, vocal therapist who i'm uh who i've studied with i've studied um vocal anatomy with her she she says if something is not right move so if you're making a sound and it doesn't feel good just move just move something because what that will do is change your perspective change the energy um just allow the muscles to have a little reset and a rethink um so yeah like dance when you're singing because it's joyous and also dance when you're singing if you if you're if you're getting stuck
0: (laughs) yeah that's a great i love that yeah because i it works really well for me too Mm. yeah you've put me through those exercises you're like okay do do some squats while you're singing and like okay yeah okay and it also, I, for me, it also takes my mind out of, uh, you know, it takes your focus away from trying so hard, and it helps you relax more into the voice, I, I believe, too.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. And once you've got the, well, squats are brilliant for, um, for engaging the the muscles required to sing, and also. Um, yeah, once you've got the mechanism of the, of the belly breathing and um, using your belly to produce the sound, then movement's great, you know, especially all like shoulders, neck, Yeah. Um, you know, arms, all, all this area that, yeah, could just do with so much more movement than, than modern life affords us. So, yeah, once you've got that technique in place, you know, move all around, I say, I think it's, it's really, really useful.
0: Oh, Wonderful. Yeah. I love that Mm -hmm. so much. Well, thank you so much, Fiona. Mm -hmm. This has been incredible. What an incredible conversation. Thanks for sharing all of your magic with my audience today. Uh, Please, uh, I would love for you to leave them with a way to get in touch with you, what you're offering and and anything else you'd like to share.
1: Yeah, please connect with me. Um, I have a website. It's fionafinsbury.com. And you can you can contact me via via the website I'm also on um, Twitter and Instagram as Fiona Finsbury and I share mainly what I'm doing in my uh, performing career um, and I yeah I do have I te- tend to have time in between performance engagements for new pupils so if this resonates with you and you want to you know sing with your entire body and with with all your breath and all your heart then please please look me up and we we can we can get something going wherever you are in the world you know whether you're in the UK or, or or further so um yeah thank you so much for having me Alison it's great and it was it's also I, when I teach, uh, I'm, I, I get into kind of business mode <laughs> and, I, and I just want to get the work done. But it's yeah. been so nice to just sit with you and reflect on what we've done yeah. together. And it, it means a lot to hear your experience. So thank you so much.
0: You're so welcome. Thank you for just giving me a, a different experience of myself and helping me learn more about how to express myself through my voice. It's been incredible. And we're eight hours apart. So it totally works, you know, yeah. and wherever you are, it's, it's, yeah. this it amazing time we're living in that we have access to all of this. So thank you, Fiona.
1: Thank you, Alison.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the show today was when Fiona shared uh, her teaching of babies coming out with perfect sound they have perfect sound we all do when we're born but as we become adults things get in the way of our voice really coming out perfectly so uh, it can be trauma it can be the way we hold our bodies as she explains in the show fascinating so it is a way when you connect with your voice as i've have as i've shared with uh, my clients is it's a way of connecting with your body it's a way of connecting with the sound that you produce from your voice which heals your body it can align your body physically and that's why i think it's really important to connect with it um, especially in this day and time where we feel like maybe we aren't being heard we aren't being seen like we'd like to and so we suppress parts of ourselves. And uh, hide ourselves uh, because we're afraid, you know, to be seen and heard. Just using your voice, just starting to play around with that is so joyful. It's such a wonderful way to get started with expressing your voice, getting better with your communication with your partner and all of your relationships. Because energetically if we're holding our voice back then we're holding many many other things back many things we want to say many ways that we'd like to communicate and so this is powerful work and so if you want to work with fiona uh, head over to her instagram fiona finsbury as well as you can find her at FionaFinsbury.com, and i'll leave the link in the show notes for everybody If you love this episode, I would love, love, love it if you share with your friends and family or whoever you think would love this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you all again soon.